Welcome everyone to this week's episode. I'm Jay McInnes. This is Benjamin Robinson. You have seen him before, heard him before. We're now together as one. Ben is going to introduce a topic today, go back and forth about it. We would appreciate comments in the comments section. Afterwards, if we've missed anything that you want to touch on in regards to this topic, always love your feedback, positive or negative. Please subscribe, contact us, send us a message, whatever you need to do. Ben, let's have it. So good to be here again, guys. So today we're going to have a, a conversation on whether your realtor should be an area-wide realtor or a specialist in a particular area. And we're gonna decide which which one we think is better, and of course everyone has a preference. And you've heard us briefly touch on this before, not quite uh, at length as we're gonna to go to here. Everyone has, as Ben said, everyone has a preference of who they're individually working with, has worked to your satisfaction, you're comfortable working with, you obviously trust, that's number one. We're more kind of leaning towards when you're searching new agents, finding someone who you're not familiar with, don't already have a relationship with, when you're maybe purchasing in a new area, type of real estate, moving condo to home, or you're, you're fresh into the city, for example, and you don't know any areas, and what the prerequisites are and why you should lean one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we've certainly noticed it a lot that a lot of people, they know a realtor or they've used someone in the past. But the way the market's changed, it's just created a bit of a different dynamic now. You tend to see people are, are migrating away from that and tend to go more area specialists to make sure they're kind of targeting the right kind of areas, the right audiences in order to sell that place. They're there are a lot of agents niching not only on product type, so for example, lofts, character homes, temporary homes, now it branches into neighborhood specific agents. Gastown specialists, Crosstown specialists, Dunbar specialists, and all of downtown specialists, for example. And I think one of the main important reasons to lean in that direction is that if you're getting someone from out of town to represent you in downtown, do they know, for example, what buildings are going to be coming up around you? In the west side, if they're doing the Broadway corridor skytrain where those stops are going to be so it's those kind of intricate pieces of the neighborhood that someone that isn't working day in and day out in that neighborhood are going to know that you're going to miss out on if you're working with someone who isn't a specialist in that area or on that uh, unit type people that are obviously focusing and follow what's going on at the city, for example, city of Vancouver, following notice boards for new developments that are coming up constantly. It can save you a lot of time, your process, in the long run of, of what you're gonna experience. Just a side note before we carry on, in case you can't see, yes, Jay is drinking from a coffee cup that says Boss Babe. You are a Boss Babe. But from a money aspect, in Vancouver, there's there's a big, a big thing with rain screen which can cost you a huge amount or if your building is not rain screened and it needs to be rain screened in the future. If you're used to dealing with downtown condos that need to be rain screened or don't be rain screened, does that agent have that knowledge and background as to the other checks that need to go with your property for that particular area? If they're not familiar with the area, they're not going to know too much about what the extra parameters in which they could go are. And inevitably, that, that's saving you money as well, potentially in the future, if anything comes up. For sure, and a lot of people we see that are buying into downtown, obviously there's people that are living down here, but people that are buying investments down here. To Ben's example, the rain screening, buildings that needed it or still needed it are very predominant in downtown just because of the density. Of course, they're everywhere province-wide, but if you're coming in with an agent uh, that's 
for example, strictly deals with homes and has never been exposed to this issue? Do they know what to look for? Do they know what foresight of the future or what the building's future could hold for you if you're buying there? Even if that's more of a, not such a specific neighborhood thing, but a product type knowledge base. If someone's only dealing with houses and they're coming into condos, do they know the world of condos? Yeah, I mean, when you touch on the condos, especially the amount of condos that are downtown and all the different strata, we came across one the other day that doesn't even allow pianos in the building, right? So it, it's knowing these extra bits of information and that's basically gonna save you a ton of hassle because all the time that you spend trying to fix something like this because you didn't know up front is time that you're you're losing out on what else is on the market if you have to then restart to find something else. And it's, unless you work in that particular area, you're, you're not gonna have that knowledge because that's just gained by experience. So. Again, to Ben's point, if someone isn't dealing with condos on a regular basis, something like my client is, is downsizing and, and has a piano, big or small, and wants to put it in, is that something that is allowed. Well, some buildings, the bylaws specifically say no musical instruments that are going to uh, reproduce or amplify music. So if you didn't know to look at that, that's definitely not something you're going to want to know uh, once you're already in and purchased and get a noise complaint and fine because of it. There's also kind of the more neighborhood specific. People didn't know that there was buildings coming up in front of them. If you've got someone that has seen the, for example, the boards go up saying we've got a development application going on and the board has since come down, you're working with an agent that isn't familiar with the area and doesn't know that that's already happened. Uh, and that application is, has taken place and that you can go to the city and check where applications are at if you know what to look for, um, for the specific area and surrounding areas. Uh, again, it always falls back to, to picking someone with specialty in either your niche product or your, uh, your niche neighborhood, and it's just going to make your life that much easier. And speaking about it from our point of view, we specialize in that downtown core area. And as with most realtors, when they have clients and they have requirements elsewhere, we'll refer to, to local agents that specialize out there. I can speak to you all day long about the downtown core or, or the west side here where I grew up and the school catchments, how the schools are are perceived by the, the public, but I definitely can't speak to that uh, degree that a client I think would assume you should be able to about neighborhoods in Surrey or Langley or anything like that. So in BC, everyone is licensed uh, and we can all do the deal legally, but there's substantially more layers to it than that from a client perspective on who you decide to work with, making sure that you're in the best hands possible for the product type in the neighborhood that you're looking to move into or sell out of. We stick to exactly what we know uh, that we're more than comfortable with due to fast experience by uh, product type and neighborhood wise, and then we'll just refer the difference out to specialists in those other areas so we know that the clients we're referring are in the best hands possible at all times. We're seeing a lot more listings which have been trying to be sold and we, we have a conversation with these guys and they're using an out of town agent gone are the days where it was just up on mls and it would be gone within 30 days now there now there is more strategy that needs to be involved and that strategy changes and evolves through time and through different areas again to ben's point we discussing with a seller today who used an out-of-town agent to list and their condo uh, expired very clearly overpriced based on the comparables that's unfortunately two months i believe it was on uh three three months and now they've lost the opportunity to sell in those last three months because their strategy was off because their agent approached the market the way that they did which was not competitive whatsoever from the buying side and or the selling side it just makes the most sense to work with uh, product type or, or neighborhood specialist to save yourself time money and potential pain through the deal emphasis on the potential pain through the deal that's it that's Anything it else? guys no I think that wraps it up I think we got our point across you can tell we're a little bit passionate about this kind of stuff 
So subscribe, write a review, rate us if you can. It all really helps. Send us any feedback, positive or negative, like Jay said. And drop us any emails on topics you feel benefit you in your search down real estate lane. And we'll be happy to follow up with a podcast and, and get you guys in the know. We're here to educate first and foremost. Yeah, and if you prefer to see us individually on here or hear us individually on the podcast, shoot us a message saying better this way, better individually. We're obviously just trying to mix it up a little and see what uh, is the best delivery method. So if you've got any two cents about feedback, we'd love to hear. Thanks, guys. Until next week. Bye-bye. Unbelievable. Bug him tomorrow. Um, yeah. Is there even coffee in that? There was tea. It's cold. Tea. Yeah. Not too much coffee today. No such thing. Tea's tea's an action for everything, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Tea can be for everything. If you're upset, oh come on, put the kettle on. Or if oh, mum, this has happened. Oh great, put the kettle on. If you're cold after it's rainy, oh I can't wait to get warm. Pop the kettle on. Coffee. No. Because then if anything happens to you after 3 p.m. in the afternoon, the caffeine spikes and you're awake. Tea? You you even have tea when you're calming down to go to bed. Tea first thing when you wake up and tea before you go to bed. Okay. Change your life, my friend. Sorry, I should be taking leadership from the boss, babe. Biggest mug in the office. Second biggest mug. Ah, well played, sir. Well played.